let's allow Summer Lovin' to talk. Summer Lovin'. Hi, can you hear me? I'm leaving a social gathering, so I hope it's not too loud. (laughs) My audio's working. I can't hear you, but maybe that's me. There you are. Can you hear me now? Yep, I got you. Okay. I was just saying that there's, I'm leaving a social gathering, so hopefully it's like not too loud in the background. You're good. Okay. Um, so I was just trying to, um, I guess, pare down what I wanted to talk about. Um, so I guess there's like a situation at work um, with our practice manager. So uh, the back, the background of some like recent stuff that's um, happened in life, which I've talked about in coaching, so I won't go through all the details again, um, is that uh, my mom passed away suddenly last month. Um, and I was out for three weeks. And, you know, I told the senior partner, um, you know, keeping them updated as to what was going on. Um, and when I came back, um, the first thing I get is a text message from the practice manager of you're out of PTO and you're not getting paid. Um, I mean, first of all, I'm not out of PTO and two, you know, it's not like, um, yeah, I wasn't on vacation, right. There was like a sudden tragedy in my family. And while this was going on, I was doing things like doing virtual visits remotely and stuff to keep the patients. Um, and they all decided to stay and have surgery with me when I got back. So, uh, the group will eventually get its money. So if they set a delayed payment, fine. Um, but they're saying no payment. Um, and I think that this is being, um, stemming from the practice manager. So he came a year ago. Um, and ever since he came, I feel like the practice has gone downhill and I feel that he's sort of singling me out for stuff. Um, cause he said, well, when he goes in the payroll system, um, he sees, uh, like negative 20 hours of PTO for me. And I said, well, how are you getting that? What PTO did you put in? What PTO did you take out? I don't know. You know, that's just what the system says. Um, and I looked into it. It was pretty difficult to find. He has been recording every single day I've been out, um, in our payroll system, but the other associate physician looked, he's never had any of his PTO taken out. Um, our lead medical assistant is probably out for one week each month, if not more. Um, he's only doctor for two days. There's been situations where, so he's an awful practice manager. Like the whole group has fallen downhill in the last year. They actually declared like filed for bankruptcy when I was away. Um, and there was a situation where, um, oh, the, the medical assistants after lunch were not putting patients away. Uh, we're not uh, bringing patients back. They were still, you know, fooling around and eating lunch or whatever. And I asked very nicely, like, hey, it's after one o'clock. Can you please bring the patients back? The lead MA goes to the practice manager and says, she's yelling and screaming and being nasty. When I literally said it in this tone of voice, because I asked other people, I said, oh, did I say something wrong? And they said, when? Um he immediately runs to me and says, you can't talk to the MAs like that. And I said, it's after lunchtime. They're on the clock. They're supposed to be doing their job. And I said, if you did what you were supposed to do, they would actually like start working, you know, after lunch ends. But because he doesn't keep an eye on them, they kind of, it's kind of a circus. Um, And now I feel like it's a situation where I'm literally having to like 
beg him for paychecks um, because the way it works in the group is the senior, the owner of the group um, just does whatever the practice managers tell him to do. He just, he signs off blindly on things. So he's going to him and saying, oh, well, the way we can save money is to not pay like this physician or, you know, they're also like sometimes not paying the other associate physician. And to me, there's other ways to save money. because the group has a lot, a lot of wasted expenses. Um, that's why I think they're in such financial trouble. But it, it seems that the practice manager's idea is like, well, we'll just not pay you. We'll cut your salary or he'll tell me, oh, you're going to get paid tomorrow and then he won't pay me. Um, I don't think any of this is coming from the senior partner. I think this is all coming from the practice manager. I'm not sure how to handle it. I mean, I'm in a small four physician private practice. It's like any income I make goes to overhead, which pays for his salary too. But I feel like he's just made it very, very antagonistic. What's your contract say? Have you gone, have you gone back? Does it, does it lay out any rules for any of this? Yes. So here's the other, and my group is very shady. And I feel like when this new practice manager came, there was a big loss of integrity. They're claiming they can't sign my contract. They don't have a copy of it. Um, I have a copy of it, but the reason I have not given it to them is that if, you know, if you don't make numbers for the first year, there's a salary decrease for the second year, but their billing is so messed up that they can't even give me like an accurate financial report for the first year. So I'm afraid they're going to dock my salary based on, again, like this inaccurate accounting, which is lazy at best and like illegal at worst. Okay. Yeah. So that's also been a tension point where he's like, well, give me your contract. I'm like, well, why don't you have my contract? That's your responsibility. Sure. But um, what do you want to do? I mean, you know, our, so he does, so no one in the group likes him. We have had like a mass exodus of staff since he came. He's, you know, creates problems, doesn't fix anything. The whole group's falling apart. Um, Even though the group is bankrupt, they're paying him for five weeks to be at his lake house and work quote remotely when I was doing virtual visits when my mom was dying and they wouldn't pay me. Um, So it's like, ideally what I would like is for the, senior partner to wake up and realize that this guy is not the correct practice manager for our group. We were not bankrupt a year ago. Um, and our billing manager, she, I mean, she's, uh, she started working for us a few months ago. She is excellent. She's like so full of knowledge. I mean, I had a long conversation with her on Thursday. I had no idea of all the things she knew. She's like amazing. And she does consulting. If anyone needs any billing help, I would highly recommend her. Um, I really want, I would ideally love for them to get rid of this guy who I think is very suspect and make this other reasonable billing, uh, manager, the practice manager. So that way I can just go and be a doctor and not sit there and like fight with someone about my paycheck or having him put the MAs above me or whatever it is. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to rearrange the structure of the employees. Uh, yes, him okay. specifically. Now, granted, I'm not the only one in the practice who wants this. I mean, this is like, this has been vocalized by probably every single member in the practice from, you know, MA up to other physicians. Okay. So what's your plan? Well, we have this, um, we have this challenge where people say, well, why don't you just leave? Um, I'm in boards collection and the way our boards work, you can't leave while you're in your collection period. Um, because even though the group's filed for bankruptcy, they're still technically open. Um, 
And then the other truth is like, I don't have another offer in town right now. So I can sit here and like talk shit to them. But the truth is I have nowhere else to go right now. Okay. That's not a plan. What's your plan? I mean, for now or like long-term? For now. I don't, I mean. You, you told me this big, big story. Yeah. What's your, what's your plan? So my plan has been, and I've done this a few times, is, you know, talk to the senior partner about my concerns. You know, I'm documenting, I'm sending all this stuff in email, but it's not, it's not going anywhere. It's like falling on deaf ears. So I feel like any plan I have, it just kind of gets thwarted or ignored or whatever it is. So your plan right now is to send emails? Well, yes, because I need a paper trail. Because um, a lot of this stuff has been done verbally. Um, and then people are going back on their word. Okay. Yep. No, that's good. Definitely yeah. document everything. But I mean, I think to pair it, like to boil all this down is like, there's a big story and these people are doing yeah. this. And these people are like, boil it down. Be like, this is my plan. My plan is to stay here. Mm -hmm. My plan is to maybe do more than just send emails. Yeah. Right. But you can't say I've done everything and nothing's changing. And all you've done is send emails. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I've talked to, you know, I've tried different approaches with the practice manager, you know, being like super nice and then being, you know, not so nice. And then talking to the partners about my concern. I mean, I think the turning point was when he ran to my office and said, you can't yell at the MAs. I wasn't yelling at the MAs, um, yeah. but I guess I don't know what else to do in terms of a plan. Um, so like I said, I have to document everything, but if it's if no one's listening, and again, it's a very small group, so like I can go to anybody else. Um, how else I could handle him specifically? Because mm -hmm. um, you know, if he was like messing up everyone's PTO, fine. If he's like doing this that, and the other, that's fine. But I'm like, why are you sitting there and watching me like a hawk? But then, you know, we have other people that are absent all the time, and you're not doing anything with them. Yeah, I mean, I I would just keep refocusing on the on the power that you do have. Yeah. Let, let's say let's like you know put in the sea line that this guy's a dick right yes he, he may or he may not ever change right you're gonna have so much more energy realizing what you can control and what you can't control than just like i'm stuck here i'm i'm sending emails mm -hmm. because i'm stuck yeah. here i'm sending emails like even if, let's say let's say you can't do anything else you probably can't but let's say you can't like mm -hmm. that's a very like going to put you in a very low energy, like victim mode yes. versus yes. I'm going to choose. Let's say, let's say he doesn't change at all. Let's say you don't get paid for your, let's just say like everything's bad. What you mm -hmm. can choose is the fact that you're not going to let this guy stress you out, get you agitated, may lose any brain calories. Like you, you literally can practice on this guy not bothering you. So how do I do that? <laughs> I guess that's why I came on here today. Cause I was like, I don't know what else right? to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, why does he bother you? Um, I think because he's not honest. Um, I feel that he sort of singled me out out of all the doctors for God knows what reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I feel like, you know, he works for the practice in general, but he seems to be working against me. But why does it bother you? He's the reason I'm getting paid. 
right? Well, yeah, I know it's a completely unfair thing, but it, it bothers you because you think he should be different and the practice should be different. Other mm -hmm. people should fight for you. Like all the things that aren't happening right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like literally when you boil all of our irritations down, it comes to us fighting with reality. Uh-huh. Right. And it doesn't, I don't want anybody like who's new here to think it's, it means don't change things. Right. That's not what it means. What mm -hmm. it means is realize the additional there's, there's agony. And then there's the agony you create on top of the agony. Right. Right. The agony you're putting on top of the agony is it needs to be different. It has to be different. Why doesn't everybody else see that it's different? And I'm stuck here. Right. Like, this is what it is. It seems like a bad situation that isn't getting better that I don't mm -hmm. see it making better. Now, all that might change tomorrow, but for the time being, you're suffering because of your additional yeah. agony on it because you think he should be different. Yeah, I mean, I get, I mean, that that's definitely true. I guess the other thing is, um, like I said, his accounting and his record keeping and this random stuff he throws out is lazy at best, like illegal at worst. Um, one of our other office managers has like found some stuff that he'd get in big, big trouble for. But um, because he sort of put the onus on me to prove everything, it's created a lot of extra work for me where it's like, I'm sitting there, I have to do like all my own accounting to make sure he's paying me properly, even though like I'm salaried and it should be pretty straightforward. You know, it took me, I mean, our old payroll system was terrible. It took me hours to find out where the PTO was because he wouldn't just give me a straight answer. I'm like, this is how many days we had for you. This is how many you took. This is what we came to. So um, I agree, it's definitely fighting with reality, but I also feel that, um, he's almost like, you know, wasting my time. Like I'm having to do all this extra stuff that really is his responsibility as a practice manager. Um, but now I spend my nights and weekends, like figuring out, okay, how much money do they owe me? Like, what are the laws like this, that, and the other, instead of him just saying, well, this is where I got this number from. Yeah. But even your thought, remember, this all comes back to your thoughts. And are you choosing empowering thoughts or not? You saying, I'm wasting my time? Yeah. How does that feel? I mean, not nice considering how much I work anyway. Nice. You're not wasting your time. You're doing what you need to do to get your fair shake. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you think that's not a waste of time? Because I mean, it feels like it is. So don't you know, do it. Like, like, but that's, that's the question. Mm -hmm. What if you didn't do that? What if you said, I'm going to go learn how to be a pickleball expert on my, all my hours off? Um, so if I don't do it, then I have no record of what they're doing. And if I decide to go after them afterwards, I won't have any proof of like, oh, this is, you know, what they did or what they didn't do. Like if I decide to go then after why them. Why are you later. saying it's a waste of your time? Because Kelly, if someone's saying like, you don't have PTO, they should show you why you don't have PTO because I know I have it. And I looked in our accounting system and it's wrong because he never actually entered it properly. And he knows very well, he didn't enter it properly. He just kind of throws out these, makes these very impactful decisions based, based on no information at all. Um, and so to me, it's a waste of time because he's not, he's like refusing to show me, this is where I got this from and this is why we're not paying you. 
But the 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 thought this is a waste of time is really you just fighting with reality again. Okay. Right? Because if you, if you didn't do those things and you go play pickleball, right? Like there's other consequences to that, which you explained. So mm -hmm. yeah, you do need to do this. So it's not a waste of time. So then is, I guess it's like the fight is, okay, I shouldn't have to, but this is the reality. So this is like what I need to do. Yeah. It's way more empowering than you being like, can everybody see it's a waste of time and they should be doing this differently? Like, they're not doing it differently. And you do have mm -hmm. to do it because otherwise you don't get paid. Right. Now, on the, on the, if you have 100 jurists in a courtroom and they're like, should a physician have to spend this much extra hours from their job to get paid? No, they shouldn't. Like, they might vote that way. But you have to right now because your practice is behaving this way. It's not a waste yeah. of your time. So why are you saying it's a waste of your time? Because I feel like it, uh, because well, let's, let's, like you said, it's because I feel like they should not be behaving this way. Well, it feels nice to be a victim. Yeah. That's why we all do it. Our ego loves it. Mm -hmm. Look at this shit I have to do instead of like, learn how to play professional pickleball. Yeah. Or whatever else. Go dating. Learn yeah, how to I guess my, make a souffle. So yeah, I guess my other thought is, you know, I work a lot, a lot of hours here because there's no cross coverage between the physicians. So I routinely work like 30 days without a day off, 42 days without a day off. Like everyone knows, like the staff knows, all the doctors know, like how much I work more than the other doctors. But then on top of that, I'm having to take on like the accounting role of this practice manager while he's sitting at his like house, quote, working from home and getting paid for it. And I'm like, do we think that this is a good use of time where I, when I already operate until like 11 p.m. or midnight anyway? It is what it is. You said you're not leaving. Why be a victim? Yeah. Well, I cannot leave. Not right now. Soon. You can leave. Yeah. Everybody can always leave. This is a job. You can always leave it. Might it mess up your but boards? Yes. Might mm -hmm. it make you never be board certified? Perhaps. But you can always leave. Know that you can. Mm -hmm. We are not indentured servants. We are not born into a brothel. You can leave. You're choosing not to. So now mm -hmm. that we're choosing not to leave, how are we choosing to show up? Mm -hmm. Are we a victim? And if we are, that's our choice. Okay. Um, and then I don't, I mean, I know you asked me like, what's the plan i'm not sure quite frankly what to do and this may be like more practice management standpoint you know if anyone is more senior has anything you know that might help um where i feel that he's sort of singling me out for these sorts of things i mean i would say just on a practice like i don't think anybody here on this call can tell you what to do that truly is you and but i think you getting very crystal clear of like i'm choosing to be here i'm going to choose not to be a victim that helps mm -hmm. you get super clear about what you're going to do mm -hmm. if you're just here telling everybody your story you're yeah. not thinking of a plan you're just telling your story right so like get very clear on like i'm choosing to be here i'm choosing to do these extra hours cuz that's how i get i i have to do to get paid 
and start working a plan. Because otherwise, it's just a it's just a victim story of like, look at the poor surgeon, look at the poor surgeon who's stuck. Mm -hmm. And it is so disempowering for you to be that person. Now, it might feel good. Like, we all love being like, all egos love being victims. Truthfully, it's warm and fuzzy. That's why the whole planet does it. But it really doesn't put you in a position to say, today, my plan is this. Next week, I'm going to have this meeting. Next week, I'm going to say, why didn't we have this meeting? Doom, 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 doom. You're the driver of your yeah. life. And for you as the driver of your life to say, I'm stuck. He should be different. Right? Like, you want to be in that car. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's new here... I, I've chatted with Summer Loving a lot. Like, this is not my, like, first day tough love, how I always am. But, like, yeah. you've been here a lot to, like, to really understand, like, whoa, yeah. I have these thoughts of I shouldn't have to, blah, blah, blah. Like, those really are, like, clean them up. They're like, you have to right now. You have yeah. to own it. Yeah. And, but um, then get a plan because this is not 50 years of your life, right? This is very temporary and you're yeah. learning a shit ton. Yes. You know so much more about what your next job, like you, you know what to look for. Yep. You know That's what right. you want. And as yep. like hellacious as this is, it is literally making you the best person for that next job because you're going to come with like two pages of lists of like, how well do the partners <laughs> get along? Yeah. What happens when there's conflict? Yeah. How long, how long do people stay in this job? Right? Like you are mm -hmm. learning the playbook of what a successful practice looks like. Yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely true. Like, don't shirk, don't shirk the air quotes gift, right? Like, you're learning yeah. tons. Yeah. Um. Now that you mentioned meetings, actually, I've had some meetings with the senior partner, and his answer to everything is, I don't know. Um, Literally all the time, I don't know. And I actually, like, have gotten some lawyers involved, but they all told me that, you know, to litigate this would cost way more than, like, the amount of money they owe me. Um. Yeah. Which made me realize that maybe I should have just been a lawyer. But uh, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, how much? How much you can charge for this? And how much work uh, do you have every six minutes they build?" That's insane. Yeah. I know it's insane. They're like, "Well, you know, we have to spend an entire week looking at documents." I was like, "No, you don't. My contract takes thirty minutes to read." But okay, <laughs> totally. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I would like I would I would write this stuff down. Yes. Okay. And then you just circle like all of your unhelpful thoughts and comments and you, and writing okay. down, will start be like, this is what I, where I want it to be in a month. This is where I want it to be in six months. And you start plotting your life. Cause it's the only way you're going to get to the next point mm -hmm. or you get, or you say, you know what? I've got nine months left here. Yeah. I'm going to be the best damn surgeon I can be. I'm going to be as nice to everybody I can be. I'm going to learn as much as I can be. And then I'm out. Yeah, um, I have until September 2024. Um, and then I can make my escape. Um, again, if the group does not shut down before then, because then I may just like be forced to escape before. Yeah. Um, but September 2024. So I'm just like, okay, how can I deal with this man? And his nonsense for another, you know, however many months it is like 14 months left. Yeah. And the first step of that is man is talking man does things you disagree with man doesn't make you feel anything. You decide. He doesn't have that power. You think he's got that power. He doesn't have yeah. that power. Okay. I'll try my best. It's hard. He's so infuriating. Make him like, you know, the old Peanuts cartoon and the adults all went like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. 
That's what he does. He does, but then he also puts $0 paychecks in my bank account, you know? <laughs> I know, but you're going to work on that. And you're going to work on that yeah. a lot clearer when you don't, yeah. like, wish him, like, you, you're giving him too much power of, like, he should mm -hmm. be different. Mm -hmm. Like, if he's he's not, he's not. Like, he's probably not yeah. going to be at this job very long either. Like, who knows? But, like, get clean on, like, he doesn't know. Make a plan. But don't make him feel, make you, like... Only you can make yourself feel disempowered. Yeah. And like you're wasting your time. Like that's all on you. Yeah. I also try to tell myself he's really short and has short man syndrome. So, you know, maybe just like give him a break for that. And when he talks, he goes, wah, 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 wah. Yes. It doesn't make you feel anything. The good news with him not being around right now is at least I don't have to see him in person, which is infuriating. Um, at least like it's just the very yeah. occasional. Oh, but even like there's that. lessons in all of it though like somebody who infuriates yeah. you shows up you feel that in your body you're like yes i am feeling tight i just got a little yep. more warm mm -hmm. i want to run like use it as much as it's infuriating like use it as a lesson of like wow this is me listening to my body right now this mm -hmm. is this is me reacting and even that creates so much growth in like i'm not i'm gonna start not letting people have that power to change my physiology or i'm at least gonna be aware of it Yes, because I'm sure while he's sitting at his lake house right now, he is not at all concerned about anything. He's not. He's he's learning how to shuffleboard. Yeah. All right, my friend, you got this. I, we'll see you I, else thanks. on the chat. All right, Have thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. All right, everybody else, if you want to raise your hand and come on, we will chat about all the things. If you don't and you just want to uh, type something in the Q&A or have a question, feel free to use that feature as well. While we're waiting for that, I will tell you about somebody who came into my clinic this week. Woman came in, forty, mid-40s, literally div all getting divorced, couples therapy, um, heterosexual couple. And she's the problem because she doesn't want to have sex as much as her partner does, male partner. And so she's coming to see me for low desire. And there's some hormones you can do, and there's two FDA-approved meds for low desire in women. And uh, she works night shifts. He works day shifts. She takes care of a grandchild. She's got a son at home. She does most of the work in the house. Uh, and also the, the significant others, like, upset at her because she won't have sex as much as he wants, right? And I'm like, all of those things cause low desire. There's a paper called The Heteronormative Theory of Women with Low Desire. Have you read it? She's like, no, I haven't read it. I'm like, have you, like, you know, there's a, lots of books on this. And I'm like, why do you think you're the problem? And she's like, because he said I was the problem. I'm like, okay, well, do you think you're the problem? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, what if you're not the problem? What if your lifestyle? Oh, and I, then I said, how many hours out of the week do you dedicate to yourself and you time and taking care of yourself? And she said zero. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're you not going to have desire to have sex in this life you're living. Right. And I'm like, I have medications. I've got hormones. I've got FDA approved meds. But don't think for one minute it's going to change your life. It's not going to change your lifestyle. Your whole lifestyle is what causes low sexual desire? 
right? And a pill and a hormone is not going to switch that. And it's like hard to talk about in 10 minute doctor's appointments, but the power that we don't give ourselves to change our lives, right? And the power we give other people to tell us that we're the problem is astounding to me. I mostly just wanted to like go find this significant other and like shake them by the ankles and to be like, you realize picking on her for her low desire doesn't make her want to sleep with you more. Like to me, this is like Captain Obvious, but apparently this is a challenging concept. And I'm like, what if you're not the problem? And like it was starting to click, I think by the end of like, maybe you're not the problem. And maybe the way you live your life doesn't allow for what you want the goal to be, which in her case is improved sexual desire. But I think the, the point of this is like, we give away our, us living our lives because we believe what other people say about us. And we think that we can't possibly live a different life than the one we're living when we can. It's the choice. It's, it's comfy to keep doing things on repeat, right? As uncomfortable as it is, sometimes it's more comfy than changing it. But so many of us, I think, give away so much of our power, number one, by believing other people's thoughts about us, and number two, not realizing that how we live our life and the choices that we do make every day are within our control a lot. We think, we say they're not, but they are. Um, and so we'll see where I get with, with that lady. But I'm like, you can't come to a doctor for a pill for low desire when that's the life you're living. That's the partner you have. And zero hours is the hour you're dedicating a week to your health, right? So there's my clinic visit of the week to share with you guys. All right. Raise your hand. I'll give you two. I'll give you two more minutes. But we could we could call it early. It's it's fine. The uh, you know, the whole ego thing. I've been doing a lot of ego work, which is awesome. Um and a lot of like interesting stuff on like the ego wanting to feel seen by via the route of being a victim. And Eckhart Tolle actually talks about this a lot in a lot of his, on his podcast, if you listen to Eckhart Tolle podcast of like people feeling like a victim is actually, it's sneaky because you wouldn't think that's an ego, but the ego is just like our identity with ourself, right? Not like the, uh, the, the higher self that is like seeing us think our thoughts, but like the ego identified self. And he's like, you wouldn't think that, you know, viewing yourself as a victim is actually the ego building a stronger identity for itself, but that's what it is. And realizing how much power it actually takes away from us to decide what to do, to decide the life to live when we're kind of stuck in identifying with that ego self of victim. So Eckhart Tolle for a lot of ego work is very helpful, especially if you're very attached to your ego. Another app I've been liking a lot lately is called the Waking Up app by Sam Harris. Waking, waking Up app by Sam Harris. 
you can do the, his introductory course for free. It's like a 10 minute meditation and then a 10 minute like didactics. And he alternates it. He's a PhD in neuroscience, talks a lot about like consciousness, mindfulness, seeing your, seeing your thoughts, seeing your brain, watching them pass, not identifying your thoughts as yourself, right? Being the, the self that sees the brain make the thoughts. Um, very useful, very practical, very like the least woo I've ever seen for like a meditation app. So I would straw, I paid for the app because I was like, after doing the introductory course, I'm like, there's some amazing content on this app. Very well built out app. Um, so Sam Harris, Sam Harris waking up app for more like mindfulness meditation, seeing your thought, lots of ego work in there. Lots of like de-identifying with this self that you've created, figuring out who is the self you created and then de-identifying it to truly try to live your best life and get out of those like rote patterns of behavior that we got in via our childhood or via our training. And then realizing like me just repeating that is creating so much pain for me. How can I be different? Right. And I talked about this last time we did coaching. I talked about, you know, my my journey through dealing with anger and reactivity in my life and how now in giving it like years of work, I'm much, much better and not reactive. And like, I'm in the like, I think at some point I'll get to the point where I won't remember how I used to react, but I'm still much, very much in the like, oh, well, last year I would have like flipped the fuck out about this. Last year, I would have told this person what I really thought. Last year, I would have chewed out this person for not being, you know, whatever, punctual, on time, knew what the plan was, blah, blah, blah. And now I don't. Probably like 84% of the time, <laughs> which is awesome for me. Um, but you still catch like what your behavior would have been because I'm still in this baby phase of like changing rote, rote responses to the world. Right. By like pausing, by seeing it, by thinking, by taking a breath and then responding purposefully how I want to. There's so much, so much power in that. So. All right, guys, thank you so much for being with me. Let me know if you have any questions and I will see you in July. Awesome. Check out the app. Check out Eckhart Tolle. Awesome, awesome stuff on ego, consciousness, thought work. Hope you enjoy. Take care.